Mansplanation is a show about two men trying to break free from the prison of toxic masculinity. They offer no professional advice or suggestion. They will occasionally use adult language and will often discuss examples of violence and malicious behavior, so parental guidance is recommended. This is going to be the last episode of season one, so I wanted to do something a little bit different, a little special. So what you're about to listen to is the first conversation uh, Todd and I recorded back in, oh, September 2018, maybe the 10th or 12th, I forget. And the audio quality isn't great. I was still trying to figure out, you know, how to mix, record, uh, since Todd and I do this remotely time differences and all that. Uh, we record over the internet. So just trying to get both of us to sound pretty good. Sometimes I know Todd's audio falls out, but we're, you know, I'm working on making that better. But yeah, this is the first conversation. So audio quality is not, not to the, the, the standards, my standards, it's kind of mediocre, uh, not something that I really wanted to be represented to the show, which is why I've been kind of holding on to it. Um, I also, right. Like we have a bunch of early recordings where I was still trying to set up, um, you know, a remote studio, remote mixing, getting it to sound, getting it to sound nice in your ears. Someday, you know, I might release more of these early conversations with this kind of little, little background commentary. Um, just, just for some context, you know, in August, I texted Todd one day, you know, hey, do you either want to do a and d podcast or do you want to talk about uh, toxic masculinity? And he's like, oh, let's definitely talk about toxic masculinity. So we didn't, that, that was kind of our core conceit. Um, and so we really just started brainstorming. And that for, first, this first conversation you're going to hear is, is uh, us coming to each other with lists of uh, masculine icons we had and discussing through the problems of that, you know, the good and the bad, you know, much of our initial conversations still kind of revolved around, you know, stuff in the news, Kavanaugh, Christine Blasey Ford, Anthony Bourdain, Asia Argento, Louis CK, um, stuff, stuff that you hear us reference probably from episode to episode, but, um, for one reason or another, I haven't, we haven't, yeah, I haven't released the full uh, conversation or episodes. Mostly, it's technical reasons. Um, mostly, it is. Yeah, the it is just it is just technical technical reasons. Uh, we didn't say anything horrible that I don't want anybody to hear. Um, or yeah, or just kind of it's not just radio silence. It's purely just the quality of audio it doesn't make me feel great to listen to so i can't imagine it would make other people feel great to listen to uh yeah without further further ado uh here's that conversation we had you know nine months ago somehow it's been <laughs> feels like forever but i will yeah i will catch you back at the end of the episode um cool yeah enjoy Reference. That's a sports reference, and I it's get it. It's realistically probably the only sports reference that I think you and I could come up with. Uh, uh, Deion Sanders. 
Okay, uh, sports reference that is not ba- more than 20 years old. Barry Bonds. You're not doing better. Uh, no, Barry Bonds was still, he doesn't play anymore, but he like literally just retired, I think. Oh. Hi, welcome to Mansplanation or How to Be a Better White Man, a pop culture guide to the million different ways we use the guise of masculinity for evil. And how we can start using it for good. I'm Musk, and you're Grunt today. I'm Grunt today. Next week, maybe we'll be the other way around. Who knows? I forgot which one I was. So I was right, and you were right. We both were right. I was more right than you, well, but that's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We were equally right. This only works if we're the same amount of right. You get it that? It makes you feel better, sure. Yep. If it makes you feel better... Okay. 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 I'm glad. I'm glad we can agree on how compromise works. One one of the people I have is is somebody that's been a personal hero, an icon of me, but at the same time, I definitely recognize how problematic he is. Uh, somebody that uh, I've long admired has been Henry Rollins. Okay. Um, lead, former lead singer of yeah. Black Flag, author, podcaster, spoken Poet. word artist. You know, Renaissance man Comedian. in many ways. But if you read his books, especially during his youth, he was a very – he wasn't a good person at all. Mm-hmm. Um, famously, he uh, butted heads with um, the, one of the bassists of Black Flag, a woman by the name of uh, Kira. Like literally butted heads or – Probably both. literally butted heads. is some, It's probably something that happened. Yes. He's alluded to the fact that he had maybe sexually harassed her, sure. uh, minimized her role in the band because she was a girl, not because of any other reasons. And if you read his books, he does some very problematic things. He, they, he has a chapter in one of his books where he recounts a time where a woman had broken up with him. He goes to her house and masturbates on her door. Nice. Not, yeah, not nice. Bad. Not a good thing. <laughs> But one thing that I think is honorable about him, to me, the thing—I mean, the things that I've always admired to him—are his work ethic. The fact that he's willing to make something happen through sheer force of will. The, when his music career was essentially over, he was able to forge other paths. Yeah. But the thing that kind of impresses me now is in relation to the things I just discussed, in that he's able to discuss these things, apologize for them, mm-hmm. and and beyond that, take the necessary steps to make his amends. Yes. Um, on a recent podcast, he was talking about the things that he had done to Kira. And uh, he said, you know, this is between me and her. If she ever wants to talk about it, I will answer yes. to it. But out of respect for her, I will not bring these things up. But Did I you? have apologized. She has accepted my apology. And if it's ever not enough, I will find a way to make it enough. I think that's good. I think, right. I think that's part of it. I think that's, uh, you were talking, like to go back to the Anthony Bourdain thing is, mm-hmm. The sad thing is he doesn't have the opportunity yes. to do that for redemption, right? Like I, I think we, me and you have various feelings about the statement I'm about to say, which is no one is beyond redemption. Where do you stand on that? Uh, I believe it absolutely. I, I do too. Even my, I, I, when, when I'm in sex offender treatment, I, I my mantra that I tell these guys, and they can quote me on this right now, is uh, we are not the worst thing that we have ever done. And everybody has the opportunity to earn a second chance. Okay. And so what about a third chance or fourth chance or fifth chance? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would, but I think you will have, or will have to be willing to make your amends to sit down and earn it. Also yes. with the understanding that you might not get forgiven. Yes. Yeah. In, in my groups, I frequently tell these guys okay. that you can never talk to your victim. Your victim will never know the progress you're making, the struggles that you're undertaking, but you have to do this work because this is how we honor our victims by ta- by doing the taking yeah. the necessary steps to make sure that these things never happen again. That's that makes me feel real good. <laughs> Good to know that this is. I thanked you like a year ago out of the blue for one reason, and what had to do with uh, you being a therapist and how hard it is, <laughs> and, yeah. and feeling like you don't get thanked enough. Or like I, the you as a therapist, therapists and social workers, emotional workers don't get thanked enough or praised enough. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, because that's hard, right? Like just to have that in your head. Oh God! To be that kind of mediator and 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 is so hard. Like specifically with this job, it's when you're talking to these people and they're telling you the things that they've done. Because, and I don't want to say it. Carrying that weight is hard. The best word I have right now is because you're acting as an advocate for somebody who, if you were not employed to be their advocate, you would have a lot of hatred for. Right? You would have a lot of like string them up feelings about, right? Well, I guess in the interest of full disclosure here, previous to this job, I was a parole agent Mm -hmm. and I was tasked with uh, monitoring and arresting uh, these men. And actually in a group that I have tomorrow, there are two men that I have arrested previously. Yes. One I chased all over a county going into every bar, making sure that every bartender had his picture when he absconded. So later on when he came, they would know that he was a pedophile and a rape. So, I mean, I definitely wasn't kind to these men. I don't think I was inappropriate ever. But now I'm there to help, to guide them. To be kind to them, right? Like to show them some sort of support. Yeah. Like, and I guess that's a a caregiver. I think that's probably a better, a coach. Your your support for them, for, for... um, people who would traditionally not get support in a in a more conservative society, they would be shunned or removed, or because they're repeat right, like not only just offenders but repeat offenders. Yeah. Or the crime would be hit if they were powerful enough and had enough influence. The crime would be hidden. Yeah. Yeah. And often um, these crimes are beyond horrifying. Yeah. Um. And I and I, like my, I my personal sorry. Go ahead. I just want. I also just want. I don't bemoan that kind of gut emotion like like essentially anger at this person like empathizing with the victim it's like you caused a lot of yes. pain you do not deserve to you do not I guess even further into deserve to be part of this tribe anymore right right you need to be removed. even further into the realm of full disclosure i spent decades also working with uh, a decade working with the victims of these two yeah i think that's i think that's what people i know we've gone way off topic but i'm fine yeah. i love that um, this is another vein that we can mm-hmm. mine, which is, um, right. Both, both those groups at large victims and perpetrators need support, right? Yes. And the, the victims old, right, so and that I, they can heal and the perpetrators so they can heal and hopefully never do this it, again. The, the, the line used to be, uh, and it needs to change cause it's true is that 
the only people right the only people not deserving of God's love are those that believe they can't be saved or those right those oh the only people beyond salvation are people who believe they can't be saved mm-hmm. uh, right essentially people who will continually to be commit uh, keep committing offenses and mm-hmm. you know definitely commit yeah you know, repeat offenders that's the word I'm looking for yeah recidivists recidivism. And in that, I mean, my job is to help these people so that they can not commit these same acts again. But at the same time, I also see my job as to document this heavily. So if I have somebody who is falling into consistent patterns, then the law enforcement entity that monitors them will have the tools, proof, evidence that they would need to effect an arrest and uh, to get these guys off the street and away from harming anyone. Um, well, thank you again for doing that. No, no, How did thank we get you. there? You'd mentioned Louis C.K. back in the news. Is he, mm-hmm. he actually trying set. to make amends? He did a set at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, no. Last night. No, he didn't. He did came he, out on was stage. Was it an apology? Got, got a standing ovation. Oh, no. about 15 minutes. Of what? Um, I don't know exactly what the oh. material is, but the manager for the Comedy Cellar said it was typical Louis C.K. stuff. When asked if he had mentioned uh, um, the incidents that uh, basically prompted his exile, he said, no, no, it was just Louis C.K. stuff. Michael Ian Black was on Twitter, and he said something to the effect of, I know that I'm going to get flack for this, but at what point is a, has a person done their time in jail, done their time right. off the island? And I'm, I'm not getting the quote exactly right. Yeah. To which Paul F. Tompkins responded, he did his time as a millionaire in seclusion. Here's a man who has basically made his career out of mining his own issues and problems. Mm-hmm. And he didn't address any of those on stage that night. That's why I love Paul F. Tompkins. We can get him on the show, I think. <laughs> That's when we know this. Will, we will have gotten there, right, Todd? Yep. When Paul we made Tompkins- it, baby. When we get Paul F. Tompkins is on our podcast. When we get, uh, you know, John Moe, Paul F. Tompkins, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Peter Se- Seagal, Peter Sagal. Really, Henry Rollins uh, would do this too. He Henry does Rollins, uh, Kevin Smith, I guess, even though. Yeah, he'd do it too. Yeah, he'd do it too. If yeah. we can get that, then we'll, then we'll feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll not just have had a good conversation. We will have earned something mm-hmm. <laughs> for this. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to put that down as a goal. Episode one, get Paul F. Tompkins on the show. Awesome. And then Henry Rollins. I work on Rollins, you work on Tompkins. Oh, nice. Right. And I think that's another reason why I love Nanette, because she said, yeah, me just getting up here and laying my problems out to build tension and then making a little joke about it to get to break that tension just doesn't solve any of the actual problems that I have in my right. life and issues. Um, and it also tells half of the story. It doesn't right. tell, as she stated, you know, the man then assaulted me and yeah. beat me up because I was hitting on his right. girlfriend. The break of the tension isn't, a punchline isn't the end of the story. It was, a- And there was an interesting uh, article probably about six months ago when I think this whole, uh, man, I want to say it was at its peak, but I'm not even sure if we're there yet, uh, uh, the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. In that uh, somebody was asked, at what point can we start forgiving these men? And the response was something to the effect of when these women and the victims start to heal, when we start addressing yeah. their issue, yeah. which I, I, I tend to agree with. Yeah. Is there redemption for these men? 
There can be, there but can I'm be. more interested in the healing of these victims first. No one is guaranteed redemption. No, has to be earned. You have to earn. Yeah, it's it's. And sometimes it can has to be earned time and time again. And I think that's the problem. I think that's what what the like that pushback against white men being like, I, am I redeemed now? Is no, that's how it used to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was white male privilege was uh, getting redemption for not having earned like just because oh he's sorry. Mm-hmm. Right, he's sorry. I was talking about his comeback on television, and Charlie Rose is talking about a new show where he would interview disgraced men such as himself. <sighs> Fuck them. Well, Kinda that's yeah. actually actually the Charlie Rose thing. Is if that's like how he, if that's his therapy, you no, know, fuck that, fuck it. No, fuck him. No, Ther- therapy takes place behind Double closed doors. Yes. Him, yep. he's never fully addressed his yep. issues beyond saying, "I might have done something yep. inappropriate. It might have been taken." wrong way and i and i think we're getting to the place well no i don't think we're at the place yet we're not we're not at the place decided by me you can't say we are that we 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 can't even talk about like the severity or degree it's like no you were a man in a position of power and privilege you used your power to abuse someone and abuse is abuse it is very interesting that you bring that up because also today in the news there was a uh, – I'm not sure if it was a Washington Post article, but it basically kind of rated the severity of these offenses from Harvey Weinstein, which is clearly you know a sex offense of rape and he could do considerable prison time for his offenses to somebody like Aziz Ansari who uh, – And I don't think we're there. I don't think you can get to the point where it's like, no, if this is one person – one time, you can't just be like, oh, no, nah, it's fine. No. You can't say it, it, it was just one purpose one time. It, it needs to be addressed. It needs to be examined. Yeah, And absolutely. it needs to be dealt with. Uh, yeah. How much? Do you have like 10 more minutes? Five more minutes? Yeah, I got 10 more minutes. My wife will probably want to go to bed at a- uh, My, my wife? Sorry. I'm- You have like pop culture Tourette's tonight. We- No, no. You're. You, you, <laughs> that's a law that happened after Borat came out. Whenever somebody says my wife, you have to do a Borat impression. It's like sneezing, Todd. Like if you were to sneeze, I would say bless you. I'm judging you silently right now. If you were if you were to sneeze now, oh, and if I said God bless you, would you judge me? It's like sneezing. My wife. Who's the next person that you have um, on your icon list? So yeah, since we since we let's. Um, I'm just gonna rattle down instead of like discussing them one at a time. I'm gonna rattle okay. down my list. But before that, I want to throw some ideas at you. Fire away. As I was making this list, one was just the Marvel Universe. Um, and okay. discussing them as arch- archetypes Okay. for different times, like Captain America, Tony Stark are both manly men, but in different ways. Very different ways, uh, yes. Black Panther, Peter Quill, Thor, Spider-Man, Bruce mm-hmm. Banner. That That was really interesting when I started thinking about that. I was like going through the Marvel. I'm like, okay, who are the men protagonists? Like examples of how to be a man in the mm-hmm. Marvel universe. And I'm like, the Hulk really, Bruce Banner really isn't. Like he's 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 comic relief. And he's they comic relief, but he he's th- also not a well man in many. Aspects. I think that yeah, I think it's important. Uh, oh, and Ant Man, are you you into that? Very much so. I yeah, I can so. talk Marvel all day. I wrote down. I uh, did. I not write him down. Uh, JGL Joseph Gordon Levitt. Hmm. 
Interesting. And, and yeah, I just wrote this, like the quote unquote, the sensitive man, the poet. Mm-hmm. And I think Henry, right. Henry Rollins, punk culture, emo culture like that. The sensitive man. Oh, I sing my pain out. I rage on stage like a rat in a cage. The, you know, the jocks versus the nerds. It's like, I'm not a jock. I'm not a big homo sapien, like beat my chest, grunt at a woman. I'm sensitive. Just because you cry doesn't mean you can verbally abuse someone. Right. Or right. it doesn't mean you're somehow magi- magically absolved from doing the things that you still got to be a good person, you know, men do. But I start, yeah, I started writing down some just archetypes like the poet, the hero, the king, the soldier, the monk. Here's how to be a man. Mm-hmm. The monk, like, oh, you shut down all right. You're a Jedi. You don't have sex. You're a priest. You're, you know, ninja priest. You're, you're pure logic. You're, you're Dr. Spock. So my, my personal, who I think I'm like, no, I really look, try to like look to them as how to be better person is Danny DeVito. Okay. Barack Obama. Okay. Cesar Chavez and Robin Williams are my There's favorite. one that you didn't say that I'm a little a little shocked. I, on my list, one of the people I have that I, I was positive you'd have on yours is David Bowie. I mean to me I see him as a man. I often think of the uh Yeah. Uh that interview in the eighties on MTV where he called MTV out for not showing black artists. Yeah. For raising a son when the, the mother just couldn't because she was so addicted to drugs and yeah. by all accounts, giving him a wonderful upbringing. And I think I, I, I didn't even like Freddie Mercury, even for me, more than. Oh, David God, Bowie. yeah. Yeah, I didn't hit anybody for music. That's Most of mine were from music. Yeah, so good. And then yeah. I also have John Stewart, Stephen Colbert. Mm. Keep going. And to kind of go along with the monk stereotype, uh, the archetype, rather, um, John Coltrane. This is Ben. You can hang up now. I'll do the. I'm doing the closing. Just hang up. Do it. That's the, how we're closing the show. I'm going to hang up on you. This is Back to Future Tim. Thank you, folks, for listening to Mansplanation this, uh, these past weeks, these past 16 weeks. Um, we've enjoyed making the show. We will, we're looking forward to continually, 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 making the few we're looking forward to just making the show um in times in the future um uh we're going to be working on the show for the next few weeks next two months um should be back for season two uh july late july early august uh is where i'm going to set it now if you have any questions or comments have anything interested interested that (laughs) If there's anything you would like to see on the show, uh, you can reach out to us at info at a crash pod. Uh, we are also at a crash pod on Twitter. And yeah, thanks for thanks for sticking with us. Um, look for, looking forward to continuing this conversation and putting it out there for people to listen to. Uh, have a have a great have a great end of spring, beginning of summer. Love y'all. <laughs>